Welcome back, everyone, to Shrimp on Deck. Roger Hoover now joined by the hitting coach for the Jumbo Shrimp, Sean Berry, here in Chattanooga. And already in this two games that we've seen in this series, 23 combined runs, a lot of hits. What's been working well for the Shrimp at the plate? Well, I just want to know why it took 23 hits to finally get an interview here. So <laughs> um, what's behind it? Hey, well, hopefully it's great coaching. Uh, no, it's it's really a combination of everything. The guys are, you know, working hard and buying into you know what we're teaching as an organization and and uh, applying it in a great manner right now can you speak to how tough the transition is from high baseball to double a for hitters it's probably every jump is big um this is probably one of the bigger ones a ball to double a um there's a big one from double a triple a and then the next major one is triple a or double a in the major leagues it's the change is really, uh, you know, the group gets smaller. There's only 30 AA teams, whereas A-ball teams are what, quite close to hundreds or whatever. So the, the group has gotten smaller. And so the quality of pitching that you're seeing on an everyday basis is better. Uh, you're facing most guys that are really close to Major League ready. Uh, definitely seeing guys that have velocity and stuff that's Major League capable. Uh, so that's probably the biggest adjustment these guys have to make is they're better at you know, locating fastballs, better at throwing breaking balls in any situation. So some of the things that work for him in A-ball won't work for him here. And that's why you got to be glad to see the progression a lot of Jacksonville's hitters have made from the first half of the season, especially the guys that started the year with this club, to where they are now in the second half. You always want to finish strong. And, uh, yeah, there's you know, there's everything that goes into what they do in the offseason. And, uh, unfortunately, some of their hitting guys that they work with are, are, are maybe not as close to – uh, being ready to do what they're doing as uh, these players are getting ready to be ready for major league ready also so it's it's tough you know they have uh, they have to learn you know it's it's not a quick fix and you have to show patience and we are on this for development and it takes some time so if you're looking for quick fixes you're in the wrong business it takes time to develop a major league hitter and uh, hopefully they're starting to develop in the right direction it looks so far like they are so things are looking up Speaking of some patience and some fixes that we've seen already, uh, Corey Bird, he's talked about some of the swing adjustments he's had over the last few weeks, recently resulted in an 11-game hitting streak. 11 games, that's great. Good for him. <laughs> uh, I try not to sure. live day by day as much as I can. Look for tomorrow, of course. Um, yeah, Corey, they, everybody, I, I really, you know, everybody on this team works very, very hard, and they're trying to make adjustments, and they're trying to take it in the game. It's one thing to sit there and do it in the cage when I'm throwing it real soft, and then the other thing to take it in when you're under the stress of the game in a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. So it's nice to see uh, Corey take some of the things we've been working on and taking them to, to the game and trusting them in the game. That's another thing. Um, you know, get themselves kind of out of that uh, survival mode, if you will. So uh, it's, it's real important for players to understand that they have to trust the work and take it to the game and then build on it. Another player that's doing well right now is Stone Garrett. Had the five-hit performance last night, the big home run. Uh, gaining consistency for him, how crucial is that? That's for everybody. I mean, what's the difference between any of these guys? It's not the physical ability. It's, uh, uh, it's the consistency of approach, consistency of at-bats, the consistency of situations, the consistency of approach. Uh, it's everything. So it's just, uh, it's nice to see. Now, you know. It's, uh, it's one of those things we build on every single day, and they need to sit there and trust that approach and not to get too greedy and just keep staying with the process. And uh, even though it's, uh, I mean, Tony Gwynn once said to me, you know, I was a boring hitter, boring right to the Hall of Fame, sure. and that's what they have to become. 
Absolutely, and for you as well, I'm sure you're proud when you can look up and down the lineup, seeing hitters getting some hits. And many times this year, it's been the bottom of the order, guys like Santiago Chavez, kickstarting rallies. You got to love seeing that. Yeah, it's you know, it's not just the top three or or bottom three, or middle three. It's it's a team sport. Uh, you know, our pitchers have done a good job for us. Uh, continue to do so. Uh, we really like working with them, getting them ready. They're part of, especially when we're playing these National League games. So. It's definitely a team sport, so it's not always the top three guys and or the middle or the bottom. It's it's nice to see everybody contributing to um, this bit of a role that we're on. What kind of year do you think Brian Miller's had? Brian Miller's had a good year. You know, he's what hit 270 something, and I know he's he's used to hitting a little closer to 300, and and that still may come. Uh, Brian is working on some things, so I, you got to give him credit for that. So he's trying to improve his game trying to brew his, his his power game, if you will. Not that a guy's ever going to hit maybe 30, 40 home runs in the major leagues, but you never know. Um, we talked the other day with a lot of these guys. Uh, yeah, strength is one part of hitting home runs, but technique is probably the most important part. So we're working on technique. And you got to be proud that at times he's really been the run producer for the Jumbo Shrimp, as opposed to as always getting on base like maybe some people traditionally think a player like him would be. Yeah, he's, you know, I want to see him be able to do it all at, at all times. You know, he's Prototypical would be a guy that will get on base, have a high on-base percentage, and score runs for you. Runs very, very well. Uh, and I don't know if the fans notice it. One of the most impressive things about Brian Miller that I really fires me up is he hustles the first base. I mean, runs really hard even on ground balls to second. So it's a, it's an important part that kind of gets laid to the side by by most players, unfortunately. So uh, it's, it's nice to see that. What have you seen out of Bryson Brigman since he came back from Jupiter? Well, Bryson's hands are. Definitely in a better position now that uh, we talked about from where he had them last year, which we liked, and where they were kind of stuck behind him a little bit. You know, it's again, you, you go into the offseason, you try things, and you think this is going to work, and it sometimes it takes a few months of trial and error to figure out, you know, where they should be, and um, he's, done, he's done well. And, uh, you know, he's back a little bit more towards the middle of the field where we like him, the kind of player that he needs to be. Uh, you know, not thinking so much up there, more of a reacting ready for a fastball react to a pitch situation so it's uh, I've been impressed with him since he's come back and I think he he's really making a dry he doesn't want to go anywhere but up now so none of us like to go back right well you work closely with Brian Rogers the video and advance manager for the Jumbo Shrimp what is the main part of the work you do for with him before games gosh we do everything we uh, Brian is our video guy scouting department uh, advanced scout he wears a lot of hats. Uh, you know, we, we rag on him a little bit, but he does a really great job for me. You know, he, he produ we produce all the stuff that we get from the Marlins um, in our packages, and we get those all lined up, and then he prints them out. We go through ink cartridges like crazy, uh, you know, preparing. Then we prepare the video, and then we prepare the video for the players that we send to them uh, using certain programs that we have at our disposal. So his, as we know, when we leave the stadium at, the, at night and I'm there pretty late he's still there and he works very long hours uh, probably doesn't get as much credit as he really deserves but he does a great job for us with all the information all the video all the numbers you can give to the hitters how careful do you have to be not to overload their brains as they're going to the plate each night uh, extremely careful uh, it's not just for me nowadays you can get it other places you know any you know so kids They'll go home and you know bring up a website and that they subscribe to or whatever, and they can find out scouting reports and and all sorts of things and, and get their mind flushed with all sorts of crazy ideas. Um, I think that's one reason. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you noticed with the Marlins, we've been doing a pretty good job of 
of coaching staffs with a lot of major league experience. You know, here, of course, we have, uh, you know, myself and then, of course, Bruce Walton that have a lot of major league experience, a lot of coaching experience. So, you know, we can dispel some of the rumors and things that they hear and help them out and help them through all the cloud of information that, that gets thrown at them. And, you know, but that's also part of the learning process, too. They have to learn to filter all that stuff. And there might be something in there that might help them. And there, most of the time there's not, but it might be something in there that will help them. And we need to learn how to take those bits and pieces to, to, uh, to help produce our game in a better way. And do you like how that trend, the way minor league baseball is going now, these players are preparing in a very similar way they would in the major leagues? Yeah, they need to learn that. Uh, you know, we do it more, not as, we do it at the A-ball level too. Uh, we do it more and more at the A and more and more at the AAA. Um, you know, the players are involved and we talk to them about, you know, you know, make sure you, you know, you understand what the scouting reports say. And, but we also make sure that they understand the most important scouting report is the one you see when you walk on the field. If the guy's made an adjustment, if his curveball's not working, even though he's a fastball curveball guy, change, for some reason his curveball's not working today, he might just be fastball change. And we need to notice that and to, and to scout as we see it happening on the field, not just what the paper says. Uh, I think a lot of times we get so caught up in what, you know, paper says he's going to use this at this percentage and this and this percentage that it clouds our thinking and we're not able to make those adjustments we need. And then for the hitting coaches, just can you talk to us about the communication that you have between AAA hitting coach Justin Mashore, high hitting coach Kevin Witt, and just how you guys have been on the same page this year? Well, of course, we spent all of spring training together. And then, uh, you know, as the coordinator last year, I was with most of those guys. And then Mash and I know each other from past a little bit. And um, anytime there's a move, we talk a lot. But we consistently talk about every few weeks, for sure, because we're pretty busy doing what we do. But sometimes we, we call each other just to bounce things around and, uh, you know, to check on some of the guys that we sent there or, or vice versa. So there's... Um, there's definitely a communication going on, especially with, with that group, you know, the high A, the double A, the triple A, those guys and stuff like that. Uh, MASH, of course, has more to do with the major league guy because they're back and forth uh, as much as much more than I do here. Um, so, it's yeah, it's all kind of intertwined. We're all trying to stay on the same page, making sure we're teaching uh, the same fundamentals that the Marlins are, 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 are concentrating on and uh, hopefully to turn us into a, you know, a powerhouse in the future. Just to wrap things up, just what are you hoping to see in the next few weeks? We keep getting deeper in the second half race. Obviously, Jumbo Shrimp playing some good baseball right now. Yeah, that's, that's always fun. I mean, you know, ultimately we're in this for development, but it sure is nice to win. And, uh, you know, we enjoy it. I know they enjoy it. I mean, ultimately we're, you know, trying to teach these guys how to be winning major league players. Um, so, yeah, I look for uh, good things ahead, and hopefully uh, everything will work out for us. We'll finish strong and see what happens in the future. Sean, you're doing a great job with the Jumbo Shrimp. Just thank you for joining us on the radio. Best of luck. Thank you. That's Sean Berry. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to Shrimp on Deck on the Jumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First.